The mortgage industry never stays still. With interest rates moving, companies changing, and regulation increasing, there's always another story. This is The Principle, where we break it down daily and take a deeper dive into the issues. I'm Christine Stewart, Editorial Director for the Mortgage News Network. Let's pay it down. But first, a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by PennyMac TPO and Power Plus, their next generation broker portal that gives you more speed and control over the process. You can now disclose, lock, and manage your loan seamlessly from start to finish, all in one place. It's another reason why greatness lives here. PennyMac TPO is Division of PennyMac Loan Services, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS ID number 35953, licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Conditions and restrictions may apply. It's Veterans Day, and today we're recognizing the lenders in Oregon. Three, two, one. It's Veterans Day, and today we're recognizing the lenders and originators who best serve those who served our country. Welcome to The Principal. I'm Mike Savino, head of multimedia for the Mortgage News Network. Today I'm joined by Larry Gonzalez, a senior loan officer for Align Mortgage. First off, Larry, thanks for joining me. Yeah, glad to be here. So, uh, you know, just to start off, I mean, talk to me about working with veterans. Obviously, your business, you are a veteran and you focus on working with veterans. Why Why is, aside from being a veteran, why do you just think that's important uh, to work with this group? Because you know, veterans have this incredible benefit that they've earned by serving our country. And most don't know about it. And I go back to my own career you know, in 24 years of service, I didn't use my VA loan until I'd been in for 20 years uh, because I didn't even know I had it. And I lost out on the ability to really change my future and my my family's future because I didn't invest in real estate uh, earlier in my career. And, and so I want to make sure that other veterans don't make the same mistake I did. Is that part of what got you into the mortgage business? Uh, you know, you were for our audience, you were in the Navy for for 24 years. Now you're a, a loan officer and you've been honored several times for your work with with veterans as a top lender with veterans. Was that a, a driving factor in getting into the field? Nobody wakes up and says, I want to be a loan officer. There's it, nobody. Uh, but uh, and I I kind of. I fell into this business. Uh, I was golfing with uh, one of the, the people I was working with while I was active duty, and his uncle, Tony, came and joined us. And this was probably three years before I retired. And we just started talking about the industry and and the VA loan. And uh, I liked what he did. And then when it came time for me to get out of the service, I was kind of looking at all the different things that I could do and then what I enjoyed doing uh, in in the Navy. And I think, you know, there's I, I'm reading a book uh, called uh, Blue Fishing by Steve Sims. And actually, the, uh, the chapter I read today uh, or yesterday talked about, uh, you know, doing something that you love. And what I loved in the military, I used to joke around about this, uh, was making dreams come true. And 
which is kind of funny because really, you know, what do I do in the military? You put war, you train to put warheads on foreheads, but you don't do any of that if you don't have great people working with you. And my job, I always felt was to empower my sailors by giving them the support and the tools they needed to do their jobs and to succeed. And, and that's kind of what I do now as a loan officer uh, is, you know, I make dreams come true. So it's really what I love doing in the military. It's what I love doing now. And as you said, this is a benefit that, you know, uh, veterans are, are often unaware of. Why, why do you think that is? Because when we're in the military, we are focused on the mission. We are focused on doing our job uh, and, and serving our country. And we are, are humble about our benefits. You know, I, we don't go to the doctor. We don't, you know, when something's wrong, we just forge ahead. It's that attitude that we have i don't call it you know machismo whatever it is it's that ethic that we have we're going to get the job done and we don't want to let our other shipmates down so we don't take the time to learn about those things that uh can help us you know certainly down the road i will say this service members because of social media because the the military is is starting to realize that hey we got to take care of the wholesaler the whole service member they're a lot smarter about these things now uh, than they were certainly when I was coming up through the military right and certainly uh, you know as you said obviously a lot of service members they sort of have this humble approach but obviously it's a benefit that they deserve for you know what they what they put on the line um and and so you know it's good to hear that uh, there's more efforts to get the word out but even even then i mean do you find that there's a lot of misconceptions about the va loans when when veterans are hearing about it oh, absolutely i talk to realtors every day uh and, and one so interesting thing about hawaii uh you know 10 years ago va loans were less than one percent of all purchase loans in the state now they're over 25 percent so the word has gotten out uh, in Hawaii, but you know, I, I do loans in California, uh, Virginia, and Texas, and there are some areas, especially in California, where they really don't know. They hear these horror stories about the VA loan. Oh, it's hard. The appraisal process takes forever. There's all these myths that have been passed down from generation to generation about the VA loan, but it really is an easy loan product. Uh, and you know, that's kind of what I do You know, on the phone yesterday, talking to a realtor in, where was this realtor in? She was in Virginia, actually. And just talking to me about, well, can they actually do a VA? Are we even, is it even possible? Is this even the best loan product for uh, the veteran? And, you know, just about, it's a matter of educating uh, not only buyers and sellers, but also the, the real estate agents. And especially in this market, um, you know, we we we're obviously seeing origination uh, slow down. You know, how important is it to make sure that when you're working with veterans that they're aware of this, they're aware if it's the best product, and they're also overcoming some of those hurdles. You know, they might be still worried about I might lose this uh, home possibility just because of of some of what they think are the hangups, like the the appraisal process. How important is it to work with them? particularly in an environment where it's, it's hard on buyers right now. So for, for me, and for, for veterans, actually, active duty especially, there's a lot more risk to active duty veterans because they, 
if you grow up in an area, you live in an area, well, you have pretty much say on how long you're going to stay in that area. But for for active duty service members, you know, they have two to three or four years in a duty station. Uh, and, and so that short-term risk of buying a home is very real. So uh, it, it's important. And I, I, I think it's important that it's we're not about selling homes to veterans. We're about protecting them and helping them to make the right decision to stay within a budget. And, and you know, typically when I'm talking to a client, I'm asking them a lot of why questions. Why do you want to buy? You know, what what is your plan? And really kind of, I asked why a couple of times just to make sure that they're buying, not because their friends bought, uh, you know, a year ago and made $200,000 on their home. Okay. That's the pipe dream. That's, that's beautiful when that happens, but that's not normal. Uh, I want to make sure they understand the risk, uh, make sure that they stay in their budget uh, because, you know, we, in the military, they're called orders, not options. And when we get orders to go, then move our families, we typically cannot say no. Uh, so it's to me, it's important. And we're not just selling them alone. We're, we're helping them m- minimize risk uh, and then set themselves up for, for future you know, financial freedom. Don't miss the largest regional mortgage show in the nation. The New England Mortgage Expo returns to Mohegan Sun in Connecticut, January 12th and 13th. See us at www.nemortgageexpo.com. Start your year with the best connections in the industry. Dozens of sessions, scores of exhibitors. It's where success is written every hour. www.nemortgageexpo.com. Right. That's that's certainly great advice. And that was one of the things I I wanted to ask is, is there other advice uh, for loan officers who are starting to think, you know what, business is drying up. I need to find other avenues and maybe it will feel good to help veterans take advantage of this program at the same time. Win-win. <laughs> what, are, what are some things that loan officers need to keep in mind uh, when working with veterans that might make them different from, or the VA process that's different from uh, a more traditional customer in a conventional loan? Oh, you know, some things you, you need to understand what it's like to be a service member, you know, take a class, learn about the military, learn about the rank structures, learn about the PCSCs. And I think you need to under, you, you always try and put yourself in the shoes of the person that you're working with. What makes them tick uh, a veteran, you know, most you know, veterans, people join the military for three reasons to save money for college, to see the world and, and to serve their country. And I understand that that's the person you're working with. You're working with a, a not a self-serving person, but somebody who is about serving others. And they want to try and, you know, and they're trusting, but they also want you to understand where they're coming from. Um, you know, really, I would say helping, you know, other loan officers trying to uh, get into the business um, or, or kind of increase their their uh, their their market share or their you know, doing doing loans, especially right now. Um, it, it's education. I really think it's 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 also education. Um, explaining to them, you know, the risks because right now everyone's afraid to buy the you know they're everyone's. Oh, there's a housing market crash coming. Um, explain to them, hey, here's. It's not necessarily a, 
we're not 2008, 2009, where people are still scarred from that. Uh, this is a, we're in an environment where it's still a good time to buy a home and explain that to them without being overbearing and pushy. Um, it, I think it's, I, I really, I almost think you, you treat them like you treat your family. You know, you treat them with respect. Uh, you listen to them uh, and you educate them. Uh, and you have some compassion because they, you know, they have a lot of stressors in their lives. You know, with, uh, you know, military folks, we deploy, we deploy a lot. We're gone a lot. I know I was on ships for most of my career and, um, you know, there's a lot of other stressors in our lives. So you got to take that into account. And, and the other thing is, I think, you know, the people who join, a lot of people who join the military, they come from families that don't necessarily own homes. So they really come from an area, an area where they just don't have the knowledge that, you know, you learn from your parents, but if your parents were renters, you know, their whole life, your whole life that your parents rented, that's hard to kind of even believe that you can even buy them. I know my, my mom raised me for much of my life on her own. And we went from house to house to house growing up. And, you know, I knew nothing about buying a home. I thought you had to be rich. I thought you had to have money to buy a home because uh, that, that just wasn't uh, wasn't me growing up. And um, it's it's trying to help them believe, too, that that they can they can buy a home. No, that's really a great point. I think it kind of just goes into my last question of an originator who's maybe thinking about this. Uh, you know, would you advise that they that they look into VA loans and start doing more with VA loans? I mean, again, you're a veteran, so you want to help other veterans, but it sounds like you find that rewarding. You're also helping, as as you just touched on, a lot of people who maybe they'll be the first ones in their family to own a home, and then also it it is good for business. I mean, you you've had success, so you kind of get this win win scenario. Would you advise other loan officers to to look at VA loans if if they're trying to uh, find a new revenue stream? I mean, I can't, you know, I can't believe anybody wouldn't look at another, you know, revenue stream. Uh, but it, you know, it's like a first time home buyer, uh, you know, the, the feeling, you know, what, you know, it, who's not doing VLO. First time home buyer, you know, that's a great feeling when you sit down with them at the signing table and they're signing these documents and you kind of say, Hey, do you know what you just did? You know, you know, the lot. The life you changed is yours. It's your family's. And I mean, I get goose. I'm getting you know, goose bumps just talking about this. And that's a great feeling. You want to, you know, I do this because I love this job. I love this job because I get goosebump feelings all the time uh, when I meet with clients at the signing table, uh, and I just kind of nurture them through the whole process. Uh, and if, if if you're not doing that as a loan officer, you need to you need to get a new job. <laughs> Right. And certainly the chance to help some who've, who've served the country, a little, a little uh, payback for them. Larry, thanks so yeah. much for joining us. We'll be right back with the rest of your headlines. This podcast was brought to you by PennyMac TPO and Power Plus, their next generation broker portal. Visit tpo.pennymac.com to sign up. PennyMac TPO is a division of PennyMac Loan Services, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS ID number 35953, licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Conditions and restrictions may apply. Here's the rest of your headlines for today, November 11th. Angel Oak Mortgage is selling its retail operation to cross-country. Angel Oak isn't sharing the terms of the deal. 
The company is keeping the Angel Oak Home Loans name, but it's selling its brick and mortar locations and its retail workforce. Home affordability is at its lowest point going back to 2012, when the National Association of Home Builders began tracking the data. If you take the family earning the median household income of $90,000, they can only afford 42% of the homes sold in the third quarter. And that's likely the reason buyers remain pessimistic and confused in the current market. Only 37% of consumers surveyed by Offerpad feel good about where the market is. 28% feel down, while 15% are confused. This has been The Principal, a Mortgage News Network podcast. All podcasts are produced by T.G. Kutamperor, Matthew Mullins, and Sarah Woolock. Mike Savino is head of multimedia, and Christine Stewart is editorial director. The opening theme was Status by Jamie Bathgate, and the music you hear now is Glossy by Skygates. You can find episodes of The Principal at www.mortgagenewsnetwork.com, or you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to rate and review so that others can find us. Thanks for listening.